Welcome back to another episode of No One Knows Anything. I actually can't believe that we got to a week three. This is an accomplishment in and of itself, so thanks for coming back. Um, Before we get started, I just wanted to say thanks for everyone who has left reviews, comments, followed the Instagram. It means so so much. The response to this has been amazing, and I'm excited to see where it goes. It's been a really great outlet for me, and I think it's resonating with some people, which was the whole goal of this podcast. My guest this week is one of my dearest and nearest and just one of the best people that I know, Kristen. She is just a forever friend, someone that you want to be around all the time, makes you feel good. She just is an overall great person and I love her and I'm really excited to see where this episode goes. So like I said, she is one of my forever friends since fourth grade. Our schools got switched and We were just destined to be together. We traded mini character erasers at recess and wrecked people at Chinese jump rope on the blacktop. And now now that I'm saying it, I'm realizing that my social life peaked in fourth grade because Jesse last week was in fourth grade and now Kristen this week. So I mean, 27-year-old Denise can really take a page out of 10-year-old Denise's book, apparently. Um, Went to middle school together, high school, college together, stuck with each other for life. 20 years of like just good old-fashioned friendship. I mean, it doesn't really get much better than that. So, Kristen, you want to say hello to the people? I mean, I don't even know how to even pick up after that. I'm like emotional right now. Um, Yes, hello, Kristen here coming at you live from Los Angeles. (laughs) Is this the Golden State? I think so. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, just all around... (laughs) hot mess, which you'll quickly learn about me. Um, Yeah, as Denise said, forever friends, we've known each other forever, future wives, you know, just soulmate, just love having her around. Um, Yeah, let's just get into it. I'm I'm happy to be here. Sorry. Um, You know, I know I said my name is Kristen. I know I sound a little raspy. It's not Sophia Bush. It's just Kristen from New Jersey, living in Los you Angeles. Got that sexy rasp in you. <laughs> yeah, like I want the I want the listeners to be like, oh, who is she? <laughs> well, this is me. <laughs> oh, that old thing. Yeah, that's when they stopped listening. I'm so sorry. I lost I lost all of your <laughs> listeners already. <laughs> well, there go my analytics for the week. I guess <laughs> that's on me. <laughs> oh man. Yes. So as you can hear, that's Kristen. She does not sound like a man. That's like, honestly, I think you should use that as a character trait. Like, hi, I'm Kristen. And everyone's like, hi, Kristen. Hi, Kristen. I think I sound like a man. Like, that's just a character trait that you have. The fact that you think you sound like it, but you don't. You're going to do great, sweetie. I wish I sounded as pleasant as you do over this podcast. ASMR episodes coming soon. (laughs) I can't. So... Yeah, that's Kristen. Kristen has, we've kind of been like up each other's butts for 20 years, (laughs) but recently in the past like year, she was pretty rude and got up and like she said, moved to Los Angeles and just left us all in the dust over here on the East Coast. So we're going to get a little bit into that. We're going to get into just taking chances, booking the flight, life changes, doing the damn thing and just doing your own thing and not comparing yourself to other people. I know that it's something that you've talked about, that we've talked about, that it's definitely at the forefront recently, and it's definitely 
you know, the whole premise of this podcast to begin with. I posted something on Instagram yesterday for World Mental Health Day, shout out. Um, basically just saying that you can't compare the sun and the moon. They both have their different times to shine. And it sounds so corny. And I always say I don't want to sound like a Hallmark card, but I do. Ooh, and I love that's it though. fine. But like, yeah. it's all real shit. You know what I mean? Like, if what it takes is a corny quote to resonate with someone, then let me be that medium to share it. So yeah. love it. that's what we're here for. And that's what we're going to talk about. So I'm going to stop rambling. We're going to talk about a little bit about what Kristen does, who she is, how she got here, what she's doing now, the inner workings of her brain, the best <laughs> person I know. So oh let's just start off like plain and simple. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What are you What are you doing out there in the city of angels? What is a day in the life of Kristen looking like these days? Oh my gosh. I mean, you've caught me at the end of a long, long weekend in Los Angeles. That's why I sound this way. But um, no, I, I work in public relations. So basically, I bribe people all day, every day to write about my products and then buy my products. So, you know, check them out. <laughs> Link in bio. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, I, um, I move. I also do improv, so I don't, you know, not to brag. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I work in public relations, like I said. So my agency that I work for, shout out Day One Agency, um, I've worked there for three and a half years and I was working in New York, but I never I never made the move to New York. It's just not, you know, New York is great. It just wasn't for me. I, I knew it wasn't for me literally since day one. Um, New York's just not it. Jesse and I talked about it last week. It's it for some people. Yeah. It's just really not it for others. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not it for me. And I'm not, you know, I'm a very high, strong person. So it's not like I moved to LA and like I'm super chill, you know? Like my work is still super stressful. Like I'm always just like <laughs> crazed, just like right now. But I just have always wanted to live out here. I wish I had, you know, the fame. That's why I moved out here. But I just... Yeah, it's just something about the palm trees, the weather, just the whole vibe of, of the city always intrigued me. And then this is super lame, but, you know, when I was home in quarantine last or two years ago, maybe, I was going through, I was just like cleaning out my room and I came across this old bucket list that I had. And on it was one of the many items on there. Some of them were so ridiculous. It was like, fight a shark. And like I don't even get a star. Like I don't even I don't even know I'd some really of the things were not fight a shark. Like yeah, what? I'm just like what? I was 12 years old or something. It was either like 11 or 12 when I made this list. So it was obviously all just like my biggest dreams. And on there was live in California. So now that I'm here, you know, all these years later, it's pretty surreal. I wake up every day very confused. As Denise knows this about me, most people know this about me, I am not someone who would ever do this. If you told me, even three years ago, that I would be living more than 3,000 miles away from my family, my friends, everything that I've known for years, uh, that I would be living here, I would say you're a freaking liar. Um, but yeah, here we are. And I just, that's my ramble. I love it here. Come to the West Coast, Best Coast. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so true, though. If you were to, like, gun to my head, pick a friend that's moving to L.A., you would be very low on that list, given how family-oriented you are. And shout out Tony and Big Al. Shout out. On the planet. <laughs> like, just how 
close you are with your friends and your family and how, you know, I don't want to say community oriented because that makes me sound a hundred years old. But no, like, but you're just right, like though. your little yeah. tribe. Yeah. You are like die hard, true blue, like yeah. with them till the end. And the fact that you just kind of picked up and uprooted to follow this dream that you had, because that's really what it was. It was a dream for as long yeah. as I've known you since we're 11, 12 years old, you have always had this kind of like California mindset like in the future and it's always been something that's come up in conversation and I remember in college you were always just like you know this I should be doing this but in LA yeah and it would always come up and you would discredit it but like in the back of my mind I don't think I've ever told you this like I knew it was going to happen just given the type of person that you are and it's so true like you whatever you do you do full throttle you do it full force and you're in it till the end and you're going to see it through because you're not the type of person who like wants to take these kind of things to the grave no matter like the difficulty or the heartache or whatever it's going to bring you nothing's a big life change like that moving coasts yeah is not a small feat so the fact that you had the drive and the passion and like the want to do it is really admirable. And I don't think I've ever told you that, but it's true. And I really look up to you in a lot of ways. I'm getting emotional again. (laughs) You can't cry on the podcast. I'm not too good at editing. We can't edit all of this out in post. Listeners, something else you should know about me is I'm a very emotional person. (laughs) She is one of the most emotional people I know. Crying on the podcast right now. Cries at the drop of a hat. But again, one of the most endearing things about you and I just love you. So I love you. Now too. that we can stop like <laughs> virtually making out, let's get into the nitty gritty. <laughs> this is PG. This is a family podcast. So, <laughs> so, kind of explain to everyone. I know this, but what was the catalyst, like the starter for you making this huge bi coastal leap? Yeah. Um, so, like I said, it's it's something I was you know super obnoxious about always. I was like, nah, I'm not moving to New York. I'm going to Los Angeles. I'm saving up all my money. So it's been something I've been saying. Like I I have been. I'm pretty sure I didn't like create manifesting. You know, it's been a thing for a while. But I have been manifesting for years now, like an OG manifester, that I was going to make this move. I just had no idea when. So in twenty, it was like November of 2019. I came out to LA for a work event. I'm still at the same agency that I'm at now. And that whole time that I was here, I was like, this is it. Like I needed a trip out here. Cause I could, I could say it all I want, but like I needed to go back out here cause I haven't been in a while. And I was right, like, you don't know to... until you experience it. Exactly. I was like, this is it though. You know, I love this place. I need to live here. So then right after that, it was uh, a couple weeks later, I had, you know, my, my end of year reviews for work. And one of the things that I mentioned during my review was I, I said to my boss at the time, I was like, listen, I love this company. I want to stay at this company, but this, I need to talk to you about something. She immediately thought I was going to like ask for more money or something. I was like, cut the paycheck. Just can you let me transfer yeah. to Los Angeles? I don't need a pay, bump. a pay cut. <laughs> Just like, I'll do it. I'll, I'll make the sacrifice. Um, so yeah, she was like, Hmm, okay. That's interesting because we have, we have an LA office out here, but it, there was no one that like on my team that's out here. It's all, you know, just, you know, as background, I do public relations, but my agency, they also do like social and digital, um, marketing and stuff. So the social and digital marketing people are all out here. The PR people are all in New York. 
So like it was kind of unheard of that someone pretty low on the totem pole was asking to move to LA. But a couple of months later, I found out that they were going to let me do it. And then, you know, I think they fa I found out in February, immediately booked a flight to come look at apartments. Hello, coronavirus. Thank you for dropping into all of our lives. What a bitch. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. But at the same time, that opened the door for working from home. So I was like, it doesn't matter where I live. It kind of was just like another selling point of, yeah, th there's going to be no issues with me moving out here. Now, right. fast forward a year and a half later, they've hired more people on my team. Like not to pat myself on the back, but I feel like I get to brag that like I started the team out here. So for it's sure. cool. You yeah. should brag. Pat yourself on the back. If I was there, I'd be smacking your back. Pat, like, pat. <laughs> this is the cool shit that I want to like talk about. Like you took this leap. You born and raised Jersey girl. Shout out. Shout out. Working in New York City, doing that horrendous commute each day. Love oh, yeah. your family. Love your life in New Jersey. But like you had this dream. You were going to get to LA, whatever it took. And now you're built. There's a team being built around you. That's freaking cool. It's cool. And you shouldn't discredit yourself. It's awesome thank you and thank you honestly it selfishly it makes me a little sad because it's just like one more reason why you'll never come back to me but that's a different story <laughs> for a different day my parents say that to me all the time I'm like guys stop <laughs> like can't you just have like one bad week jeez <laughs> trust me uh, i know i know this is something you were talking about on the podcast last week but it's like you know i might post all the fun stuff i definitely have some moments there was like some when I first moved here, you know, I was a couple months in and it was like month six of not going home. That was probably the hardest thing that I've ever gone through. I was just like, it just didn't make sense with with the pandemic going on for me to fly back and forth. And I didn't want my, my family to come out here. So I there was like a six month period where I didn't see where I didn't see anybody from home. And that was real tough. That's not something I posted about on Instagram though. Right, so exactly. It's and not it's all tough what because you see. We we didn't know when <clears throat> this shit was going to end. Yeah. I don't want to discredit. We're still very much in it. Granted, yeah. things have been lifted. You've been able to see your family fly yeah. back and forth, things like that. I came to see you over the summer, but Woo. it's just, it's crazy to think like at that time you did this huge move and you didn't know when even the next possibility was going to see. It's not even like, okay, I know 12 months from now I'm going to be able to fly. Yeah. It's still 12 months from now, but like at least there's an end in sight. Like at that time, there really was nothing. Like, did did it ever go through your mind that, like, you had made a mistake? Oh, yeah. Like, mm, okay, I know I answered that pretty confidently, but I can say I had that thought once, and it was during that six-month period where I was just right. like, this is not, when shit like, was, was this a good move? Yeah, because, like, when I had moved, so I was supposed to move in April, but thanks to COVID, I, I ended up finally moving out here uh, at the end of July. So I think it was when I got out here, things were kind of still open. Then August, everything shut down. But even during that time, I was really fortunate that in my first few weeks out here, I knew a couple people and then through them, I met a couple people. So like I was still able to do some, I was still able to do things. And then before you knew it, I was home for the holidays and I stayed for the whole holidays. And then it was right when I got back in January that the six month span started. So it was really only in that time and and also as soon as i signed the lease i was like was this a good move like when i was still in jersey i signed when there the was lease ink on paper yeah i was like exhale but also oh my god <laughs> panic attack um but i can truly say even living here under 
pandemic restrictions, I have no regrets. <laughs> yeah, and you shouldn't. I mean, it's just an amazing place. I told you, like, your girl's trying to come out there yes. for an extended period of time in the summer. Like, Kristen Please. is an influencer, people. Follow wow. her on Instagram at Kristen Combatello. Uh- <laughs> wow, Kristen with two eyes. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> yes, important. Tintin. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think – I just think it's amazing that you – And I've talked to other people like that we've gone to high school with and even like our college friends who we're very close with. I think out of everyone in both sets of groups, anyone that I talk to, like the fact that you did this is just kind of mind blowing. And sometimes I will like think about the fact that you just like kind of picked up and went and I'm like, (laughs) Kristen, (laughs) like Kristen's the one who went, but it just goes to show you that like if you just take that initial leap and you book that one way ticket and you take that flight and you just like do what in your heart you think you're supposed to do because like you said you manifested this you really were like an OG manifesting like, <laughs> yeah. you wanted to do this you took the steps necessary it was shitty commuting into New York it was yeah. shitty leaving your family it was shitty being away from everyone for six months with no you know no end in sight really it was yeah. shitty being kind of like a one-man show out there for a little bit before a team was kind of built. You didn't know if you're going to be able to go into the office or if you could even leave your apartment or, you know what I mean? Like I think these, the crazy times around us on top of this kind of crazy move is really something that's so brave and I don't think you give yourself enough credit for it and I think you should like be shouting it from the rooftops more. So that's why I'm having you on this podcast so I can shout it for you. (laughs) I will say It's so true though. Well, thank you very much. I will say it is it is funny because I feel like since moving out here, I've grown to appreciate New Jersey so much more than I did at home. Like, that's one of the main things that I learned. Like, I, first of all, every single person, as soon as I start talking, they're like, oh, you're from New Jersey. Like, that accent, you're from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And I, I've kind of just at this point, I'm so used to that being like one of my intros when I'm out in real life that I just embrace it. And then whenever I do go home, like it's just even the drive, I'm like, wow, like I love a palm tree, of course, but it's just so green here. And like everything is so fresh here. So it it is funny because I feel like I was like, oh, gotta get out of Jersey, gotta get out of Jersey. I don't want to go to New York. I gotta get out of somewhere. I gotta go somewhere else. And then now that I'm here and like so far away from New Jersey, I'm like, oh, shout out New Jersey. You were a good place to grow up. (laughs) distance makes the heart grow fonder it's so true like whether for people places whatever it's it really holds true yeah um i mean i'm partial i think jersey's great it is i'll say water till the day i die exactly (laughs) oh my gosh it's so bad (laughs) so you're just a little jersey girl out in la that's all Uh, (laughs) i said it makes me stand out okay i don't sound like a normal valley girl i'm like especially with this especially with this sophia bush rasp I walk up and I'm like, hey, can I get some water? <laughs> and they're like, what did you just say? <laughs> oh, you're it's from like, Jersey. You <laughs> yeah. You know exactly what I said. Don't pretend you know exactly like you what don't. I said. Exactly. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> it's so true, though. Um, we would see it at Penn State, too. People would always just, like, grill us. I'm like, we crossed the border. Yeah. Like, it's not like you've never heard this before. Don't they act sound- like this is something that's crazy. And you some sound- of the things they say, yeah, they sound crazy. Like, the bagel. And like how some people were saying pop instead of soda. I'm like, excuse me, where are we? The South? We're just in PA. (laughs) Seriously, you're two hours away from where I live. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. It's wild. Wild. 
Um, I, <laughs> I was so excited to have you on the podcast, not because I love you, but also because something that we've talked about and kind of the whole premise for this podcast and the whole inspo behind it and something that has really hit home for me is the mantra or quote, like comparison is the thief of joy. And I first heard it through Tinks, who's on TikTok and Instagram. She's an influencer. I love her. She is like my idol. I want to be her, obsessed with her. But she... At Tinks. (laughs) Sponsor the pod. (laughs) Sponsor the pod. I really love her. And she is ridiculous, but she also speaks such truth. And it's so simple. The mantra that comparison is the thief of joy, but it is so true. And Mm -hmm. I mentioned like I've been through some stuff this year and it's really taken a toll and I'm like on the other end of it and just like trying to make the best out of whatever situation you're given and I think it's really hard especially being a mid to late 20 something Mm -hmm. which is tough people are like middle school is tough yeah it is but like have you tried being 27 yeah post pandemic because that's pretty (laughs) tough too sure is um and I think I see it now with like timelines for big life milestones, like weddings, houses, kids, dogs, the white picket fence, the, you know what I mean? Like, it's so hard to remove yourself from it and we can only do so much. I think it's, I think from my standpoint, like it's definitely become an addiction, like the social media, Instagram, whatever, like I'm trying to dial it back, be more self-aware. like come to terms with like what I'm doing and like remove myself from it. Like, did you notice when you moved to LA that like the comparison of yourself to other people was worse? Did was it no change? Was it different? Like, were you looking at different things? Like, did you have any different feelings in terms of that? I had a lot of different feelings in terms of that. Um, I, so because, you know, I was actually just explaining this to my mom the other day because my mom is my therapist. Like, Shout out Tony Comptello for being the most loyal. Um, Shout out. It's so good. But a couple months ago, again, this had nothing to do with like me being like, why did I move here? Like it, it truly had nothing to do with like moving the move to LA. But I like went through like a really weird period in my life where I feel like the move hit in the sense where I was like, everyone here is just very different. And I realized that in Jersey... Like, I know you, I, like, my group of friends that lived in the neighborhood with me, like, we were such a bubble. And, like, we were just always together and knew everything about each other, knew everyone's personality, you know? Right. You had, you had no reason not to be. Either. Exactly. It's not even like it was, that's a bad thing. There just was no reason to exactly. venture outside the bubble. Exactly. We had our go-to spots that we would always go to. Like, everything was comfortable and in a bubble there. Here... I've had to throw myself into so many different situations in order to make friends, try to meet a man, you know, it'll happen for me in 50 years, but I'm working on it every day. Um, But yeah, it's just being out here made me very aware of how self-conscious I was. Like, I guess I always knew I was self-conscious. It's just like a natural thing, you know, and to compare yourself to others, but it wasn't I never realized it so much until I moved out here because I just, I've made some amazing friends out here and bless their hearts. They have so much confidence. Like I see them just the way they walk into a room, the way they walk up to anybody, let alone like, you know, a guy or a girl for, for guys, anything like that. 
I just see how they approach people with such confidence and such ease. And I feel, yeah, exactly. And I feel like there was a couple times where I would go out with like my most outgoing friends here and I would instantly go into like a turtle shell. Like I would automatically be like, why are they having such an easy time like getting to this conversation? Like, why won't this man look at me? Like, why can't, why can't that be me? And I was just immediately like ripping myself apart internally. And I went through this really weird period where it happened like a couple weekends in a row and I called my mom. I was like, mom, I need to like vent to you. It ended up being like a three hour conversation. I was just like, why am I this way? Like, why do I feel this way? And then since then, you know, I've just been trying to like, I've just been trying to work on it. Like every weekend I go out, I'm like, hey, just like strike up a conversation with a random person. You know, like I, I made a joke before that I started improv classes, but the reason I did it not for the fame, even though, you know, it'll find me one day, um, is because improv is literally all about putting yourself in a very weird situation and just spewing out something. And then you just have to accept what you said. So it's like, I did it for work too, because all part of confidence is like your presentation skills and just like how you can react and everything. And I know I can be better at that. So yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm still new at it, but I'm hoping that it helps some more. But yes, that, that was no. a very long-winded way of saying, yes, I have been very no. aware of the, of but the differences. I, I think that's perfect because it's like, it's you being a self-aware person. And Jesse yeah. and I talked about this last week is people, especially like nowadays, are not self-aware. And it drives me insane because I like to think that I've become a very self-aware person and when people aren't self-aware and don't understand what they're doing, it just drives me nuts. Yeah. And which is, you know, a character fault of mine, but I mean, no, that's I a different it, story though, yeah. for a different day. But like <laughs> you are realizing that like this is something that was making you upset or uncomfortable or giving you like a negative feeling and now you're doing something about it. And yeah. I've told you the same thing. Like when I came to visit you in um in July. over the summer, yeah. like I feel the same way. Like you get I get very intimidated because I think that just the way that we grew up, I've always searched for comfort or if I was uncomfortable, I just stayed quiet and I let other people talk for me. And like you, like you do command a room and you, you are able to talk to people and you are interesting and you can talk to people about anything and strike a conversation. And I learn a lot from you. And even like the week that I was with you, like I've learned a lot, but I can see how there is a different kind of lifestyle and I don't know if it's yeah. like a west coast east coast kind of thing it probably is at its core yeah where you know people in LA maybe are just more open and like free birds and want to talk and things like that and we just aren't wired that way yeah so but it is all I about networking totally agree for work for personal for relationships anything it's a very network like focused right. city that I've that's what I've learned so far Right. And I think a lot of similar, I feel similarly because I mean, for my work, I put me in front of a group of five-year-olds and I'll do a singing song and dance all day. I'll dance around, make a fool out of myself. Anyone under the age of like 15, that's where I thrive. So then it's like, I'm put in a situation where I have to like talk to people who are my age and like, I don't necessarily have to network so much like with what I do, but like, just making even networking in every finding, day, yeah. Exactly, finding common ground. Sometimes, like you live, we live in a very like network heavy. What do you do for work? Like, yeah. What are your aspirations and dreams? Kind of things. And I'm like, 
I teach little kids how to talk. <laughs> or like, I'm a speech therapist. And like, I noticed that when I came out to LA, like, I would tell a lot of your friends, like, that's what I do. And then the conversation just kind of ends because like, no one has anything to relate to. And I'm like, okay. Because everyone out here does most <laughs> of the same stuff, you know? Exactly. So, I mean, yeah, it's cool that like, okay, I'm like this like needle in a haystack kind of thing. But like, it's very hard then to like make a conversation out of that like uncomfortable, like, oh, like, do you yeah. work with kids? And it's like, yes. But then like, where's the conversation? Yeah. Go? Yeah. It's like thinking of what to say next. That's, that's what I'm hoping to get better at. <laughs> right. And I was when I was looking at things about comparison and things that I've talked about with you and therapy and things like that, just like social media is like comparison on steroids. And until we get to know someone personally and reach out to them and ask them questions and almost like are given the opportunity to like humanize them outside of just like this person on my blue light screen that I double tap every five to seven business days, like that's when things become more relatable. But a lot of people don't even want to like take that leap and do that. And I think it's hard because, you know, someone else's success or love or accomplishment is not your failure. And mm -hmm. I think we're taught as that. humans to think very black and white that like success, failure. So like they have this relationship, they have this house, they have this career. You failed because you don't have this, this or this. But that's not yeah. true. Like what that is, it's like it's literally just theirs and I think it's because like secretly we're all like narcissists and want to make everything about us so it's like oh they have this and I don't I suck yeah but like <laughs> that's not true it's not true and I'm guilty of this too it's not like I'm out here I'm preaching so guilty like, of that. <laughs> everyone needs to do this but like yeah. like I said we're at that age where it's like normal for people to have kids which is weird still to me Sorry. it's normal for people to buy houses and get married and it's like we're in this weird in-between age where it's like you feel like if you're not doing that that you're failing but that's not true yeah. that's something that we tell ourselves that someone else's success is our failure but that's not true no one ever told you that you're failing you told that to yourself yeah it's very very true and that's that on that <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's all Just, there is to it i yeah. i saw that the other day where it was like basically saying like you have to stop thinking so black and white like the things that you see just because someone has that, like I can say like, oh, Kristen moved to LA. She had this amazing life change. And all I did was drive 40 minutes up the turnpike to Hoboken. Like my life's not as cool. I'm not doing all these cool things. I don't have a cooler job. Like I don't have a job like hers, all that stuff. And like I can personally like tell myself that like I'm failing because of that. But like that's like apples and oranges. It's like I said, yeah. the moon and the sun. Like it's just different. It's so it's everything is one's different. right and one's yeah. wrong. Absolutely. And like, yeah. I think we're just so conditioned to think in like these black and white ways and it's so bad and social media doesn't help. And yeah, I know See, I keep bringing up social media, but I'm going to bring it up every episode because I think it's, I think it can be an amazing place, but I also, also think that it can be such a horrible place. No, I agree. I do. I will say though, I am surprised because I feel like most of my comparison is in person. I don't know why. Like, I don't know where that comes from, to be honest. Like, I feel like That's there is good. like a deep-rooted, <laughs> there's something deep going on in there <laughs> that I, I should probably seek help for. Um, but no, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, there's things I see, you know, unless it's like, Selena Gomez is now dating Chris Evans. And I'm like, you bitch. Like, that's <laughs> the stuff 
that keeps me up at night. (laughs) But if it's like someone, whatever, like good for them, you know, it's someone I went to high school with, they're doing something. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, it's more of like, I feel like once I'm in a moment and like, I'm hyper aware of my surroundings, that's when I get internally self-conscious like more than social media, but I do know like social media is right. so when you're just right. So, so like tricky. when you're like scrolling or things the like that, you're scroll. able to disassociate. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Which is great, I think, because like it's also like you're protecting yourself from like even more comparison and more whatever. But yeah. I think it's hard like when you're in the moment because then like your brain just then starts like rapid firing off all these things and like you're in the moment trying to make conversation, but also trying to process what you're feeling and it just like goes haywire. Yeah. I feel that. But I also think that I'm like slamming on comparison, comparison, live your own life. But I also think that on the flip side, that comparison can be good if it motivates you and gives you inspiration and you're turning that comparison like into drive and like wanting to be a better version of you like for yourself. But I think it's really hard to get there. Um, Again, it kind of ties into that whole like manifestation piece manifestation but also just like having the right people by your side to tell you you're not not like you're being crazy but like you know just using the conversation that I had with my mom as an example I was like why you know why is this person having such an easy time going like approaching somebody else and I who like I don't think I'm an awkward person but for some reason there's just certain situations that I get very awkward about especially when it comes to like flirting or doing any of that like if I don't realize I'm flirting I'm probably good at it if I'm if I know that I'm supposed to be flirting you know like the supposed to be then I'm yep. gonna be like I'm Kristen like I don't know I get super <laughs> weird so it's just have like having that conversation having the conversations I've had with you having conversations I've had with all my other you know best friends that I turn to for this kind of stuff it's like you realize no I, I am overthinking this there are things that I could do to help me with this, whether it be calling your mother, going to therapy, doing an improv class, doing something that gets you to just, I don't know, like think on your feet, think on your toes right. instead Not of just like thinking it, you so it. heavy in your head. Yeah, exactly. Right. Just, just to get you through it. No one, I don't, I think it's weird when people say like, oh, just get over it. Like, no, just get through it. And like, you're learning all these amazing skills, like going to improv, talking to people. Like if, if you were just like, oh, you know what? I just need to get over it. And like went cold turkey and just were like putting yourself out there. And like, you'd probably A, look crazy and B, you just like wouldn't have the right skill set and you probably would never develop it. So like you're taking the time to work through it. And I think it's really great. I think it's, I think it's really cool and improv is such like a fun way to do it and like you said maybe your big break is just waiting for you at just my big class. Break. I'm just trying to survive these days literally it, yeah it's just made it, it, it that too has made me so aware of like my the things that I tell myself is wrong with me like I, I'm so aware now like I'm I knew I was always a warrior and like always in my head mm-hmm. but this like really shows you yeah you are in your head you need to put this out and like just say whatever's on your brain Right. And um, it's not saying that those aspects of you are bad. Like I think yeah. I can speak for both of us when I say we're both very type A, very high strung, yes. very much need a plan for everything, need yes. to know like who, what, when, where, why, how, what's going on 10 weeks in advance kind of people. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with that because no. there's benefits to that. And that's, you know, the earth just 
to keep spinning on its axis needs, you know, these polar extremes. I think we're on like the type A extreme and then like yeah. you need those type B people too. Shout out Jesse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shout out Jenna. But it's like it's giving you these tools to like kind of work through it and not suppress those parts of you because that's what makes you you. But it's also just like giving you the tools when like you are in conversation conversations or in situations with people that like you're able to get through it and just like use those to like your advantage almost and Mm -hmm. kind of like make the best of it yeah instead of saying like oh I wish I wasn't a worrier I wish I wasn't like nervous about things I wish I didn't need a plan but like those are also some of the things that like people love the best about you so it's like finding that happy medium I think it doesn't happen overnight and I don't know that it ever really happens that's something that I've also realized like you try to find this like balance I don't necessarily think know or believe that there is like this like equilibrium to everyone and everyone will like find their balance because like I just you know the moons the stars the sun when you were born it's just like this is who you are and you just gotta make make the most out of it that's all you can do at the same time, what even happens when you do find your balance? Like, where do you go from there? You kind of, like, don't want to reach the like the perfect balance because you're like, oh, then I'm just, like, content. Right. What else <laughs> like, is there's there always There's for? always, like, a next step that I want to get to. Yeah. Exactly. And that's, like, I think that drive and motivation, like, and, and that can apply to, to anything in your life that, like, yeah. want to be more comfortable in, like, these social situations. You're going to improv and, like, that that just will apply across the board for you. So yeah, big things for you, kid. Yeah. Have me back on the podcast in a couple weeks. We'll see if I'm funnier and if I'm wittier. (laughs) Let's do like a little improv skit to test you out. Like, do you have a, do you have like a test or something? I'd love to air that live on the podcast. I don't, I don't pay for that good of an improv class where I have like a a skit to do. We just do mini skits. Um, But yeah, I'll keep you posted. (laughs) That is amazing. So that was Kristen, everyone, on taking chances, making life changes, booking the flight, not comparing yourself, starting being a, a self-aware human, starting like, a podcast. Start a we podcast. love taking risks. Yeah, we you love gotta. a risk. You gotta, even that's... if you're not moving across the country, you take the risk because I, my biggest, this is so cheesy, but my biggest fear in life, and I said this to my parents when I was talking about moving is I never want to look back and be like, why did I not do it? Yep. Why did I not do that? Why did I not make the move? Why didn't I start the podcast? Why didn't I take the class? Like anything like that. I just, I don't want to do that. Life is too goddamn short. Like you and I know too well that something can come up in your life that takes the, takes control of your life and then that's it. So yeah. And you you find yourself like with, right. Something can come up and you find yourself without an identity and then you're like, where do I go from here? So you know what? You start small and then you think big and who knows? Maybe this podcast will take me to LA. We don't know. Let where everybody, this- listeners, <laughs> viewers, everybody <laughs> start manifesting. <laughs> Coming from the OG manifester herself, um, please manifest that Denise will make the move to Los Angeles <laughs> when she makes her big podcast break. Yeah. One of my favorite things is just like, I mean, this is in terms of like shopping and spending money, but like you can't take it to the grave. So like whatever you can do while you're here, you might as well do it. Yeah. What's the worst that happens? You fail or make a fool of yourself? Okay. Yeah. The people who like care about you and want to be around you and like love you aren't going to care either way. So just do it for you and no one else. Snaps to that, sister. (laughs) Snaps to that. So now that we've 
you can find us on your nearest shelf in your grocery store underneath the Hallmark cards. Chris and the Mind Spaces will just be right there. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, now that we've kind of deep dived into all of that, um, let's, before we wrap this up, get do a little get to know you. For my guest, Kristen, last week, um, I played a little safe with Jesse. It's a little safe now, too. We'll we'll rev up to the more PG-13 R-rated things. But to get to know our guest, Kristen, I hate, like, the traditional Q&A. I'm going to ask you, since you're in improv and, you know, you're in L.A., City of Stars, if you were famous, not if you were famous, when you're famous when? and you're, like, wow. on tour – and I'm just like your little helper on the bus. <laughs> what five things would you put on your rider? And for people who might not know, a rider is something that like celebrities or, you know, people who are performing at certain venues, it's like a list of things that they need in their dressing room. Um, some things can get like really ridiculous. I've heard some crazy things. So if, yeah. if you could pick five things to put on your rider, what would they be? Okay, I know, like, you gave me advance warning about this, so, and I still didn't think of anything on time. It's hard. So, let me think. Okay, I feel like I just need things that make me happy in life, because then I'll just be, like, in a really good mood to, you know, be on a talk show or something, you know, fame. Perfect. Um, so, let me think. I'm gonna go with some, either, either mozzarella sticks or chicken nuggets, as like my snack, you know, but also some M&Ms. So you have like okay. the perfect balance of salty and sweet. So that's two things. Then I would like some Bud Light to just like make me like, you know, I'm ready to go. You know, give me that. F- so viewers, get listeners, going. I'm a, I'm an aspiring Bud Light sponsor at Bud Light sponsor. Um, so yes, that that's three. Then I would like um, a Spotify spotify playlist specifically with griffin songs on it um griffin is a fantastic dj my personal favorite just spreads all the good vibes so that's four and five is it super lame can i say a per like can i say people can i say you and my family and just everyone who makes me feel comfy so yeah i I mean i think so as long as i'm on it i don't really care who else you are you are you absolutely are on it um and like maybe my parents (laughs) you and you honestly that sounds like an amazing trio. And if I have Tony and Alice, my travel buddies, sign me up. I will quit my job. We're coming on tour. We're yep. getting the gang together. You know, just get them on the podcast. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, they're coming. Book sure. them for next week. <laughs> for sure. Um, so honestly, a great rider. Thank you so much. I feel like the last one was like a little lame. I'll try to, if I come up with anything else, I'll let you know. But listen, nothing on this podcast is lame. If that's what you want, that's what you want. Don't discredit it. Seriously. You're absolutely right. God damn. I just, everything I was saying just went down the drain. I'm like, be confident. And then I'm like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't be like me. Human, I think that's just human nature, though. I don't think that ever I goes think so away. I too. You're right. You're absolutely oh, right. Oh, man. So, wow, what a great episode. I had so Fantastic. much fun. Did you have fun? I asked Jesse I did have a lot of fun. Talk about a cornball. Just asking all my guests if they have fun. I'm like, did you have fun? Did you have fun? Um, <laughs> I had yeah, so I had much fun. fun. Okay, good. I'm so happy yeah. that I got to share you with the world. Um, I love you. And I love you. And this was just such a great little chat that we had. Um, if you liked what you heard and you want to – 
continue to support the podcast and listen to more episodes. Again, I'm dropping every Thursday. Your girl decided to go to, on a weekly basis instead of bi-weekly because <laughs> we're having a good time doing this. So why not? Um, you can follow me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, rate me five stars, write a nice little review if you'd like. The response, like I said, has been so amazing. I couldn't be happier. Um, it just, it's been a little humbling if I'm being honest. So it's just been really fun to do and I'm really enjoying it. If you want to follow along on Instagram, I've been posting episode teasers and little snippets about my guests. You can follow at no one knows underscore pod on Instagram and I have a really, really exciting guest for next week. Kristen knows her. I'm not going to give anything away. It's super exciting. I She's like actually becoming it. famous. Like I know I joke that I'm becoming famous and like it'll happen one day, but she's actually becoming famous. So yes, she's just a light in this world that none of us deserve. Yes. And I am so honored that she's decided to be on the podcast. And that's all I'm going to say about it because I just can't wait for <laughs> you guys to listen. So hopefully you got to this point in this podcast that you even heard this teaser. So that's it for this week. I hope you enjoyed and I will talk to you again soon. Bye.